This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello. And welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. This is your host, Meryl Vandermeerva, and today in episode 132, we're going to talk about using tech to enjoy nature. So often you see tech and nature being put against each other. So the idea is, you know, you either like tech or you like nature. And of course, that's kind of crazy because you can enjoy both. And in fact, you can use technology when you are out in nature. So it doesn't have to be an either or. It could be both. So I'm going to go through a couple of different apps and websites that will help you be out enjoying nature. So all of these things will take you outside. You can't use any of them if you're just staying in your home. So I hope it will enjoy everybody to get out and to enjoy nature this summer. The first one is if you're looking for new places to go hiking, uh, whether you're on vacation or you're just wanting to find some places around you, is use All Trails. The All Trails app is the um, app that most people use to find places. You can also find places to cycle. Uh, we've used it now quite a few times and uh, I know that my sons use it a lot, so I would suggest you take a look at that app. All of these apps I'm talking about today are free, by the way. The next is something I've actually covered in a previous episode, so I won't be going into it in a lot of depth, but that is geocaching. So if you don't know what geocaching is, basically it's like doing a treasure hunt out in nature. People hide caches and leave clues as to where to find them, and then you go on to the main geocaching website, decide you're going to whichever ones you want to go after, and you... um, explore basically and there you can find geocaches all over so no matter where you are you can pull up the app and find something nearby so it's a cool thing to do on vacation or just something you can do in the area around you if you want to know more about that go and um, find that episode i'm going to put a link to that episode everything else i mentioned in the show notes uh, today in the show notes and that you can find the show notes at homeschoolingwithtechnology.com that's, it's a really good uh, family activity, by the way. Uh, then the other, the, something else that we've actually covered before is Google Lens. When you're out and about, um, whether you're walking past a building in downtown or if you're out in the woods and you see a flower and you don't know what it is, take a picture um, with Google Lens. I did an interview with um, our show sponsor, Funder Fund Academy's chemistry teacher, Kristen Moon, on Google Lens. She discovered it a few months ago, and she shares many different ways you can use it. So again, go and listen to that episode if you haven't already, because it is a very easy way to ID things you are seeing. Um, Literally, you put it under a lens, and that episode explains how to find Google Lens and how to use it. Let's now move on to birds. If you love birds or you would like to learn more about birds, there are a number of really good bird apps. The first one um, comes from the lady that actually runs our co-op. So thank you, Michelle Beckers. She has she put me onto Smart Bird ID. Um, you can upload either a sound, an image, or a video. 
um, related to a bird and this app helps you identify it. There are also quizzes on the app um, that help you you know, see how much you actually know about birds and you can keep track of the birds you have seen. The bird apps all do something similar to this, so you can explore others if this one doesn't meet exactly what you're looking for. Another one I know about is Merlin Bird ID, and again, this is from our chemistry teacher, Kristen Moon. It's done by Cornell, and what happens is you get five questions that guide you along the path to IDing a bird, or you can upload a photo. So it's, it's similar to Smart Bird ID, but a little different. And then finally, if you're wanting to learn a lot about the birds, Audubon has always been the bird people, the bird guy, and you can get the Audubon Bird Guide. It's only North America, but you can get a lot of info about different birds from that. Then we need to think about the sky. There are lots of apps to help you identify constellations, planets, uh, generally anything you see in the sky. Our uh, forensics teacher, Emily Boyle, suggested Sky Map, which is the one her family uses. I think it might only be an, uh, one for iPhones, but you'll be able to find many different ones on your app store. Again, a beautiful warm summer night. If you're camping or even just going out into your yard, this is something fun you can do with your kids using tech and interacting with nature at the same time. Then another website, now the next two are both websites and apps. Um, the first one I'm going to talk about here is iNaturalist. So uh, it's iNaturalist.org or um, I think they have an app as well. Yeah, they have an app as well. Um, what you do is you go and you record your observations or whatever you're seeing, whether it's photos or whatever else. And then you share it with your fellow naturalists and you discuss what you're finding. So it's a way of contributing to science. As the, the um, site calls it, you become a, a citizen scientist. Uh, you can crowdsource identifications. You learn about nature um, as you actually go on and, and share. You learn. You can even run a thing called a bio blitz, which is an event where people can try to find as many species as possible. I don't know exactly how that works, but I'm sure if you get into it, you can figure out how to do it all. So this is a, a fun way to get your kids doing something that's community service related, as well as out learning and enjoying the outdoors. So it's just so much that you can actually do on this website. And then the final one I want to talk about is called projectnoah.org. It's also um, a citizen based thing where it talks about it calls itself a global community of nature enthusiast enthusiasts photographing and learning about wildlife so here the idea is that you go out and you accept a mission there's all these different missions on the website and they have like a backyard one because obviously for 2021 many people couldn't go much further than their backyards but there are other ones that are birds of the world moths of the world um, dragonflies and then I've also seen ones that are like specific like there was one I saw that was about Poland mushroom mapping is another thing so you come on here and you decide what you're going to be doing and then you as many many as you want then you take photos when you see these things and you upload them and so it helps to show you know what areas of the world you find different things in so another fun thing this one obviously particularly fun for if you're a photographer as well so it merges the photography with the nature 
Um, so I think you can see there are quite a few different ways that you can get involved with tech and nature. And, and the, the last two things, by the way, if your children are in high school, this will count as community service because they are community service related. They aren't just um, learning for yourself, but it's also sharing what you have learned and what you're discovering with others. Uh, if your kids do enjoy the outdoors, show sponsor Funder Funder Academy offers nature journaling as a um, upper middle school and high school elective. I will put the link also in the show notes. But this is great because it gets your kids out in nature and they will be sketching what they are seeing. Uh, so you can consider that as an, as an art elective or just an extra elective if your child likes the outdoors. So I hope this has been useful. If you've enjoyed this episode, please give us a rating and review. And uh, we look forward to seeing you again, same time, same place, next week. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.